the reason that things go viral is number one, the topic of the video, it's actually popular, people want to hear about it. Two, the person delivering that topic. They're saying it in a way that's charismatic, that is educational, they're, they're slightly entertaining, they have good tonality, they can speak clearly. Then it's the order in which the video is pieced together. Because sometimes when you say something, isn't necessarily the best way that that video should be edited to make the video flow to get it watched all the way to the end. This is The Fighting Entrepreneur, the podcast dedicated to entrepreneurs looking to change the world. Learn how to start, build, and scale a business in today's highly competitive business environment. Here's your host, The Fighting Entrepreneur, Anik Singhal. What's up, you crazy fighting entrepreneurs? Guess who it is? Your favorite person in the whole wide world, Onyx Gall, back. And today, physically, in the Learn Center, this guy flew down from Florida and decided to call me on my bluff and actually step into the ring. And he's here with us live in the studio. His name is Ryan McGinn. And I've been calling him Ryan McGinn II. That's there's a fun story behind that, but it's just Ryan McGinn. Um, we're talking TikTok. All right, so I'm gonna introduce you to him in just a minute after I'm done with all my intro stuff. But we're gonna talk about how to get millions of views, and I literally mean millions and millions of views on TikTok, and how to turn that into something that just blows your business up through the roof. Now, you know, I've had some interest in TikTok. This is, I've done more TikTok sessions on this podcast than I, than I usually do with any other topic, and I'm ready to say, are you ready? I, Onyx Singhal, am officially entering the TikTok world now for the fourth time, I think. But this time it's for real, and I'm not going to quit, and I'm not going to blow my account up, because the person here, Ryan, is actually running my account. He's the boss. He's going to tell me what to do. He actually flew in here because tomorrow we're doing, my goal, 100 videos, which would be my record. My record is 60. So, fudge. I'm going to start at 10 a.m. If I die... This will be my uh, video record of why I died. Uh, it's going to be fun. I'm excited. And I'm really more excited than anything to have brought Ryan on to do this. So since he's here, I thought, Ryan, let's get on a podcast. And basically, I'm paying him thousands upon thousands of dollars. I'm not afraid to say he's not cheap. Uh, and that's great. And I'm, I'm happy for that because he brings a load of knowledge and experience to the market. Um, and I just want, I want him to make me a TikTok person or whatever and no dancing right i don't have to dance you don't have to dance I don't, you don't have, have to do dance. anything you don't want to do all right great um so listen keep listening we're going to show the framework and then i'm going to tell you right now i'm already got him committed to creating an amazing program and course for learn nation which means we're going to start with a workshop where he's going to reveal some of his coolest stuff now he represents some of the biggest brands right now online i'll ask him about that in a minute but you if you want to jump ahead you can go to learn lurn.com forward slash tiktok t-i-k-t-o-k learn.com forward slash TikTok, and you can save your seat for the free workshop. We'll talk more about that later today. Of course, onicpodcast.com to binge listen to our episodes and learn lurn.com to be a part of the entrepreneurial revolution. Now, let's flip over. And so I don't even know how to introduce Ryan to you because, well, actually I do. This is a really fun story and he'll laugh at this. So I'm gonna call my buddy Alex out a little bit here. So Alex, if you're listening, I love you. Um, so I'm, I text with Alex, right? And he was so gracious uh, last year to come and keynote one of my copywriting events. So he's, that's when I got to know him. So I was like, hey, we're becoming friends now. And I would text him sometimes, you know, text me back. Text him one day, I'm like, hey. So I noticed something. I noticed that there's another big influencer out there, another big, um, you know, coach on TikTok. 
And then I noticed Alex's account and they looked very similar in editing styles. So I was like, hmm, there's someone behind this. So I texted Alex. I said, Alex, who's doing this? I didn't get a reply. And I'm like, that's odd. He replies to everything else. I let it be. I'm like, I'm not really ready for TikTok yet. A couple months later, I was talking to Alex about something different, texting. I text him again. Hey, by the way, you may have missed this. Who's doing your TikTok? He don't reply to me. So now I'm like, brother, I'm going to find the person. Now I'm going to find them even more because you're not telling me. So I did what I do best. I turned to my Facebook profile and the post is still there. You can see it on my Facebook profile. I was like, hey, who does this person? And I don't know if we're allowed to reveal the first person's name. Yeah, I, get, I mean, everybody knows. Because I figured so, it out on my own. Yeah, so you post, I, I just can't say it, but yeah, you can say it. I, I did and I posted it. So I said, who does Grant Cardone and Alex Hermosi's TikTok reveal thyself or help me find this person? <laughs> It was probably one of my most popular posts of like the last year. Just blew up. More people like following, following. I'm like, get off my, and like I'm screaming like, get off my lawn, man. I don't, this wasn't for you. I'm trying to find out who. And sure enough, I think it took me like two hours max. This is why I love my network on Facebook. Connected me to Ryan McGinn. Now his account on Facebook is Ryan McGinn the second. So that's why I've been calling him Ryan McGinn the second. Um, but after that, we got a chance to connect. I mean, multiple people came to me and said, this guy is the wizard. He's like behind the scenes. He's not out there in the open doing stuff. And then I talked to, we got on the phone and I'm like, holy moly, some of the biggest, most successful, rapidly growing TikTok accounts are represented by you. You fell into this whole thing kind of by accident. Yeah. And um, what's fun about him, and we might get into the podcast or not, I mean, he has a colorful background. He's done all kinds of crazy stuff on the internet. He's banned from a lot of places on the internet. So it's fun, right? It's like, hey, this is someone who loves to test and try different things. Um, and now he's going to help make me uh, famous so I can tell my mom all about it on TikTok. So Ryan, thanks for being in the studio, man. Thanks for having me. It's a beautiful place here. It's, Thank you. It's, yes. It's amazing. Uh, he's at the Learn Center. Um, there's no one else here because I can't get anyone to come back to work after COVID. But that's okay. We still love this place. Dude, tell us a little bit about your background. Before we get into TikTok, uh, I have revealed that you do Grant Cardone's account. You have not revealed that. Um, <laughs> Alex Ramosi. Who are some of the other brands that you can reveal that, that you've helped? Uh, I will. Um, Aaron Marino, I am Alpha M. He's a huge fashion YouTuber, men's lifestyle. I think he's close to 10 million subscribers on YouTube. Um, Jordan and Michaela Peterson, um, Beard Brand, um, Bulldog Mindset. Um, I've grown multiple accounts for Elliot Hulse, even though he's been banned each time. Um, so how many ballpark guests, how many followers between all your accounts you've helped have you collected up? Ballpark. 10 million? 10 million. Like, I mean, well... Yeah, I mean, because well, we've taken, since I started, so I've only been doing TikTok for, I guess, two years now. Like, it started right at the beginning of the lockdown pandemic. When that, when that started, that's when I, I went all in on TikTok for myself, knowing that I was going to turn it into what would be now the agency, which uh, the name is called Viral Edits. Uh, it took me forever to find a name, but uh, the, it was- I didn't even know that, and I, yeah. signed, <laughs> I signed you, and I don't even know the name of the agency. But uh, yeah, so we've done, or, I think it's 15 accounts to 100K in, in less than a year, and uh, well, three, almost four to a million in, in a year. Um, and I say almost because we have one that's at like, we have one that's at 999,000. I have another one that's at like 850. So they're, they're gonna be there very soon. It's just- It's amazing, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and a lot of them, and then I, the one I'm most proud of is myself, because I consider myself the most normal person, no star power or anything, and I'm about to cross 100K. Um, and I make videos from my kitchen. So like the, I, I've been doing it, you know, I guess people have told me that I, and the clients and the amount of videos, cause we do close to 800 videos a month to the platform. 
Um, and wow. that's just TikTok. You know, if you triple that, because we do equally the same amount to Instagram Reels, and then almost equal to the amount to YouTube Shorts. So, so, so you already hit onto this. One of my questions in the future was going to be like, what we're talking about in your strategy that you reveal for TikTok, it's kind of cool because you can copy paste it over to Instagram and YouTube and triple the work, but same, same filming, yep. right? Not same editing necessarily, but same video goes to three different platforms. And on YouTube right now, YouTube Shorts, I mean, Shorts seem to be blowing yes. up. Shorts are like, people are sleeping on shorts right now. So that's a tip for you guys. Like don't, don't sleep on shorts, but TikTok, I, I mean, as a company, like TikTok's like the bread and butter. So like when people hire me, you know, and my team, we go, I'm like, all right, we're going to focus on TikTok. Right. That's, um, and, that's awesome. But equally across all three platforms, I think we've, I know on TikTok specifically, we've done over 500 million viewed videos in 24 hours. 500 million views? It, well, five, yeah, 500 million viewed videos in 24 hours or less, because that's what I consider viral. I know everybody has their like- Oh, 500,000 to a million views or 500? No, 500, like 500 or, or more, I'm sure it's more. Oh, okay, 500 videos or more that have hit a million views. Yes, in 24 hours on TikTok. Jeez. And it's very equally as impressive on reels and or shorts, because we have a certain big real estate guy who um, his YouTube shorts have garnered over 100 million views. So, wow. Okay, so total views that you've helped inspire on the social media platform. I think it's close. Well, Ryan Pineda interviewed me, and and he we did some calculations, and he just shouted out a billion views. I think it's very close to that. I think I, it's higher, maybe. I, it you might have be. Five hundred videos that did a million each. Just yeah. So we have so we have 25 clients. The average accounts get a million views a month. We've been running them for close to a year. Like, you know, and then we have like the star accounts that get like 20 to 50 million views a month. So it's like, it, it, I, I mean, it, it's honestly hard to calculate now. Yeah, that's insane. it's just a lot of numbers. You have to like build a whole software just to calculate your- I had a spread, I have a spreadsheet with the first 500 videos though. So that was like my, I, I geeked out on that. And now a, a friend has built a software so I can search for things. Um, so like any account I go to, I can find the amount of million view videos on the That's account. That's awesome. All right. Well, you know, I'm going to help you like double that count when I go on well, TikTok. Yeah. So it's just going to, I'm just going to, everyone's going to move aside. Um, no, I'm excited. I'm going to have fun. So I want everyone to learn. And the reason I'm, I'm, I'm thank you for agreeing to even do the course and training for like the learn students so that they can follow along because not everyone's going to be the right fit for your agency or be able to afford you. But you know, you're opening up the whole formula, which I got to say, I'm, it's, I'm very happy that you are doing it. And I'm happy to share with everyone that he was slightly hesitant, but then also decided, you know what, man, let's more the merrier. Like, let's get this out there. You, he's very, very, very formulaic. Um, let's, let's, if you're listening to this, we're going to get into some of that in this episode. Cause I, I got a chance to peek in when you were talking to the team, like 10 minutes before we started filming this. I mean, he was telling me about the value of a second. Like it's, you're very scientific about how you do this stuff. It's not just like, you know, and so we're going to get into all of that. Um, your background though, like, do you mind me asking like, how old are you? I'm 38. You're 38. Oh, Almost so you're 39. Exact so age as me. Yeah. When, when's your birthday? Uh, June 4th. So. Mine's June 14th. I'm a, I'm a Gemini. Oh, shit. Yeah. June 4th is like, we were born 10 days apart. Nice. <laughs> Meant to be, man. All right. Yeah, uh, so, so what else have you done online? Like before you did TikTok? I, so I got my start, I guess about 10, 12 years ago. I was a pro, a professional BMX racer. Well, I got my start in sales, working for Lowe's Home Improvement. I was a really good salesman, did a lot of commissions, but I was really good at riding my bike and I got offered the opportunity to turn professional. I took it, quit Lowe's, lived on my 401k that I had built up for a little bit. 
And it turned into, I was broke really quickly because um, BMX is not that lucrative. And I read the four hour work week, which is a great book. You know, I really believe that I could get that passive income. And I created a DVD um, teaching BMX how to get faster on their bike. Um, I then sold it out of my backpack and, you know, did whatever I could. But that's, it was at that moment that I realized that I didn't understand any way to drive traffic. Taught myself how to edit videos. So like I say taught. My dad is a very good videographer, so I asked him for help. But prior to this, like, like people that know me, like your dad's an amazing videographer. I was like, but I didn't even care until this moment. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, so he kind of helped me, you know, get started, you know, a little bit. Got me a Mac, you know, so I had a good system to work with. And um, <clears throat> thank you, Dad. You know, but uh, I just kind of went on a tangent. I bought a flip cam. If you guys remember those things, like that thing came out from the side, and I would like. I was vlogging before like YouTube and I was going to bike races and like talking. But what happened was I started getting all this attention because of my videos, not my bike racing. And sponsors started sponsoring me because I had, the parents were sharing my videos. But I did that for like two years and I don't think I ever made more than like three or $4,000 a month, which at the time was great. But then I really just got tired of everything in my life was like around my bike. Um, so I quit and got into um, what I would consider, you know, dirty affiliate marketing, if you will. Um, I got really All good. Right, here we go. <laughs> I got really good creating Google SEO uh, sniper sites, um, which I, they weren't called sniper sites when I started, but I guess I forget his last name, but George created a product on ClickBank called Google Sniper, which is exactly what I was doing. But I got my big break when I made a site about Jersey Shore. Um, prior to that MTV show being released, I bought up every domain and made little five page sites about Jersey Shore abs and Jersey Shore workouts. And every Thursday for like two years, that site made a couple thousand dollars. Wow. Um, so then I pivoted that into, I made 500 more sites and I got cocky and I said, I want to, I'm going to sell this whole network for a million dollars once it's creating like a thousand, fifteen hundred dollars a day. Well, I got to like seven fifty a day and I got offered to buy it for 250,000, but they, um, and I said, fuck you to that guy because it wasn't enough. And then like three weeks later, Google Panda happened and I lost the whole network. Um, so in hindsight, I should have taken that money. It, it happens. Um, but then it pivoted to, I got depressed and I actually broke up with my now fiance who I have a daughter with. Um, and I wanted to reinvent myself. So I found style and fashion and that led me down the rabbit hole. That is men's style on YouTube. And wow, what a, <laughs> from Lowe's to men's style on YouTube. All right. But then that turned into, I was like, man, these guys on YouTube, which is now some of my clients, Aaron Marino, um, I'm like, they're saying that they can help guys get laid, but they're not actually saying it. Yeah. I'm like, well, there's room for somebody to just outright and say it. So I started a YouTube channel teaching guys to dress better to get laid. And then I created a product called 51 Handsome Guys Secrets. I partnered with my friend Jason Capital, who's a big entrepreneur. Um, he's got a few million followers on so, social. So you've done some edgy stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's done some edgy stuff. And, and I'll tell you, anyone who's listening right now and is going, you know, Here's the thing, when I first got started, um, I bought a software called Traffic Equalizer. This really dates me. And my first actual somewhat success, it wasn't my big success, was like I made a bunch of money from AdSense by spamming Google. And I was like, like in college, so I didn't know any better until all those sites got banned. And so then I learned better ways. But I'll, I'll tell everyone this, like one of the things that I loved about you, because we heard all this, and I, I heard your story before, it was like your breadth of experience. Like you have gone through, you've been in the social viral side, you've been in the competitive niches, like the dating space is super competitive. Mm -hmm. um, and so out of that, so you you've kind of you went through all of these spaces what i want to know is you said lockdown you you switched to tiktok yeah so what what made you go like did you think this is the next big thing or were you just messing around I mean, well so when i started youtube 
And I, I did build a, de- a good following on YouTube. I was getting about a million views a month at its peak. Wow. And I got signed to an agency and I was getting like, you know, most, I, got, I think I got 10K for a video. Like, okay. so I thought I was rich. I thought I was living the dream. Yeah. Um, but then I got kind of censored by Google um, because like I was very vulgar in my language. And um, so like it all went away. And, I, I, and, this, and then I turned to Instagram. And then I built up, I was like on Instagram, I, I didn't really know what I wanted to do when I started Instagram, but I was late. Like I was late to YouTube, I was late to Instagram, and I was always fighting to keep up. I was yeah. like, man. That's me, man. Yeah. <laughs> and, late. and so when it turned to Instagram, I just started making, I, I really took an affinity or a liking to vertical video. I don't know why, I just thought it was different that I could take my camera instead of shooting sideways, I could turn it vertically and I could do stuff with my camera vertically. And I just was fascinated by that. And I started creating little like mini vlogs and people started liking them, they were sharing them. And then companies were hiring me to do like consult with ads and like, they're like, we just like your raw style, how you just take like mundane things and make them look cool. And like, you know, I, I took a lot of inspiration from, you know, the filmmaker, YouTuber Casey Neistat. Like I took a lot of uh, inspiration from like old movies and I, and like, I didn't have a very exciting life. Like I, I, I have a six year old daughter at the time when I was making these, she was like three. Like, so I would take my daughter to a coffee shop and I'd bring my camera and I'm like, how can I make this like the most epic thing ever? So I would force myself to make a 15 second video of like me and my daughter at the coffee shop in some cool way. But then I did that for a while and then lockdown kind of happened. And I had a bunch of video retainer clients and I was doing a lot of the Gary Vee style content for people. And like, you know, it was like a comfortable living, like good solid full time. I was, but then when I saw TikTok starting to pick up, you know, and then when the president at the time, I don't want to say his name to get everybody censored, but like when the president at the time said that, you know, we're thinking about banning this app, I was like, did that, I was like, at that moment, I was like, I have to go all in on this. <laughs> because it's going to become the most famous thing now. Yeah. And so when I, when I did that, that was like right around like when lockdown started. And I had just refunded out. I had a lot of clients kind of did me wrong. Um, I refunded out a bunch of money. So I was really, really broke at the time. And like when I, whenever I go through like tough points, like, or like I get depressed, if you will, like I'm not talking like depression, but like I, I like, I create. I mean, I'm, you're human. So yeah. Yeah. We have to. <laughs> That was me yesterday. Kidding, <laughs> so, yeah. I, so I, I create myself out of depression. So I was at home, man, my fiance is a nurse, you know, so she's out fighting the world and nobody knows what the hell's gonna happen. Yeah. So I'm with my daughter at home, cause I was, you know, I had the entrepreneur, I could stay at home. Yeah. I was like, there was one hour a day where my daughter would watch cartoons and she would leave me alone. <laughs> so I said, I'm gonna commit to doing this TikTok thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and at the time I was like, I was torn because I wanted to be a YouTuber to a degree. I was like, but when I looked at like videography, content, marketing, I'm like, it's so competitive. And the amount of work that I was gonna need to do with editing and filming, it, like I didn't have the time to do it. So there was no way I could even do it if I wanted to because of my current situation of lockdown and being with my kid. So, but I was like, nobody's doing educational content on TikTok. I was like, let me do, let me just try to take a 10 minute video on YouTube and say it in 30 seconds and post it on TikTok. So I started getting creative with like, I was looking for videos that were popular on YouTube and I would recreate them and I'd try to film it and edit it and I would do it in one hour and I would make it, you know, 30 seconds or less because that was all you could do on TikTok at the yeah. time. It was, it was one minute, but I knew nobody's watching one minute videos yet because it's just too long. So, and then it started, I committed to 90 days. I'm like, I'm gonna do one video a day. And like, I love challenges. Like, I was like, this is what I'm gonna do. And I think the 10th video I did got like 500,000 views and it got me like 10,000 followers. And I was like, holy shit, there's something here. Yeah. Um, so I still committed to me doing, you know, the videos, but then I turned to some of my friends and I said, hey, let me grow you a TikTok. 
And they were like, first they were like, you're an idiot. Nobody's gonna be on TikTok. <laughs> now, and, and all I said was, remember when you said that about Instagram? Yeah. And my one friend, Chris, he's one of my best friends. He's got overtime, uh, overtime athletes. He's got like 350,000 YouTube subscribers. He's like, I did say that about Instagram. And he's like, all right. So like we worked out a little deal, like, but I did it, I, you know, I did it for free to start more or less for the case study. And he has an athlete training. Uh, he's in the athlete training niche, like his overtime athletes. You guys search him if you want to, but um, within like 30 days, he had a hundred thousand followers on TikTok. And then I did my friend Elliot Hulse, who's a very controversial YouTuber. I did him as well. And we had 100K in like 40 days. And then he got banned. And then we, because he's very political. So then we did another account and got 100K in like 30 days. And then he got banned again. And then, but then it turned into, then I landed a uh, um, Adley Stump, who's a really big Facebooker. Um, she gets like 100 million views a week. She's one of the most viral people on Facebook. Um, she was my first million account. Um, I got her from zero to a million in six months. Wow. And then... That was my highest view video. Like I actually edited it, 48 million views in 24 hours. And that's incredible. So, so what I want to do is break down a couple of things. I have a question that's completely off topic, but this will help me a lot. You said Gary V style videos. I actually have not studied Gary V a lot. Um, I just, you know, I have found that it was very kind of felt like a repetitive message. So I, yeah. I watched like one, what's a Gary V style video. Well, you know, the progress bar. Like, oh, okay. He kind of, the title above and the progress bar. Okay. Like, that's what I would consider. Like, I mean, and I will give credit where credit to you. Gary, Gary and his team have kind of formulated, that's the Gary V. But the style of TikToks and the style that, you know, Alex and Cardone, that my company, like I have created what is popular on TikTok. Well, 100% because there's, the, I, like I said, that's how I knew there's one central person behind it because I saw like, okay, these, these are following a similar style. So what I'm going to do for everybody, first of all, is, you know, I played with TikTok. So I'll tell you a little bit about my, my playing with it. Cause I, so I remember I was talking to Rachel Peterson. It's actually on our podcast. You can go back and listen. And she's talking all about TikTok. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. And she's like, you got to get on TikTok on it. You don't have to dance. You don't have to do this. You can teach. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know about this TikTok thing. It's a bunch of 15 year olds. Like I feel wrong. Like I felt wrong just downloading the app. I felt like I'm like, you know, being a creeper. And she's like, no, you're wrong. This, that. And I'm like, nah. And then a year later I talked to Rachel again. She's like, I got like 600,000 followers. I'm like, what? And and I looked at her and I'm like, yeah, but you dance in some of the videos. So I, Rachel and I had this like really fun conversation and she's like, you could do it. I'm telling you. So I, at that point, ended up downloading TikTok. And the first day I, I, was, I was so righteous. I was like, stupid app. Second day, I'm like, you know, the third day I'm like addicted. Like at this point, I'm like saving videos for my wife. I'm like, this is so funny. I'm like sending things out to friends. So I started using it a lot. And I started thinking as a marketer, I'm like, gosh, if I'm using this a lot, like there's gonna be a lot of other people that use it a lot. That was right around the same time that, that TikTok was getting all that news because it might get banned and all that. And so I decided to have a fun account and I start playing. Like I created an account and I would create like all, I was just picking up any hypey thing and actually had millions of views in it and got like 50,000 followers. But I knew I was destined to have that banned. Like I was just playing and it got, it got shadow banned. In that process though, this actually happens and I was flabbergasted and this was when I became optimistic and positive on like TikTok because I still believed, okay, fine, I can get a lot of followers, but I convinced myself that, you know, Rachel's got all these followers, but they're not going to buy anything from her. There's a bunch of 15 year old kids following her. Well, I was watching videos and I hit this content that talked about Airbnb and it happened to be at that time I was very, I was like learning about Airbnb investing. So I started watching and it was like good content. Click to the person's profile. So I watched some other videos. Click to the link on the profile. 
and schedule the call with the person. I, I didn't even realize this is all happening, right? And I did it. Don't realize it. Have a call with the person the next day. Two days later, I'm convincing my wife, I want to buy this one property. And I want to Airbnb it. I want to give the property to this person. It took me a month later after the property closed and I was like, wait a minute. She just made like 50 grand. <laughs> like I would have never found her if it wasn't for TikTok. And she's blowing up on TikTok. I started doing the math. Well, I actually asked her. It turns out she's become freaking like she's built like three companies now. She's gone from like doing okay to like a multi-million dollar like crazy realtor in their area now. I was like, holy moly. And that was when I started saying, okay, when the time is right, I'm going to attack. So I, this, why do I tell this story to people listening is because I went through this and I'm telling you right now, TikTok is, it, there's millions upon millions of dollars sitting in that app for you to be able to make. I have now seen people and talked to people that are making money by Amazon affiliate um, because they'll say 32, the 32nd thing that Amazon made me buy or whatever. And like, they're making money. Um, I recently had Kat Norton on who's making um, millions of dollars selling uh, Excel courses. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen her stuff. Miss Excel, right? Excel. Um, gave a bunch of money to a realtor. Like I've experienced all the depth of people that are making money. So let's put that to rest. You can make a lot of money. Having said that, that's why I'm excited about this course. So if you actually want to watch our workshop where we're going to get into some great detail, actually it's funny because my team who's helping Ryan make that workshop specifically told me they won't tell me what's on the workshop so that I don't end up revealing it on this podcast. So it's going to be a killer workshop. Go to learnlurn.com forward slash TikTok. T-I-K-T-O-K. All right. So Ryan, um, let's get into giving people some meat here so that they can start with TikTok. Tomorrow, you and I are going to sit down um, and I'm going to shoot 100 videos. Here's why I'm doing 100. You don't have to do it. I don't recommend you do it. It's because he's he's from Florida. I live in Maryland. He cannot come down here every third day. So we, I just decided, hey, we're going to get a bunch done. He's going to coach me and guide me through it. Um, you can do it slowly and do it on your own. We're starting at 10 a.m. I have a list of topics from you. Some of there, I even told you, I was really impressed. Talk, talk to me about that research process because those, you even said, you said every, the most work goes into the topic. Mm -hmm. And you use the word clickbait, which in the positive way, not the negative way. Yeah. But like, can you explain? And then we'll kind of go through like, okay, at 10 when I sit down, what are you gonna tell me? How am I gonna shoot these? But the research was impressive. Um, what does that process look like? What's well, obviously, you know, working with a client like yourself, you have a ton of content that's already out there. So well, we, we start with, okay, let's just, we got to get an idea of like your overall brand and persona. I mean, I was very familiar with you. Um, I have a researcher that works like that works for my team, um, but he went in and just like, he didn't know anything about you. Yeah. So which, which I prefer because yeah. he's completely and no judgment, no like, you know, ego involved, no like, for, you know, oh, I like, if I talk to Honor on the phone, he's a great guy. Like he's looking at it from a completely objective and He's 18. He, you know, oh, so now not yeah. everybody has the, the access, like yeah. that, you know, it's one of the perks of working with me. Yeah. But um, the, we, for, like, for those listening, like if you have a topic, I guess it's easier, like let me put it in the frame of like, if you're watching this and you're like, I need to start TikTok, I have no idea where to go. Everybody kind of has areas of expertise. Mm -hmm. Like, and the, most people, like, I don't truly believe that you need to worry about niches. Like, I, I don't, I don't believe it. And another thing I want to say is that followers do not matter on TikTok. I know that they're the vanity metric, but the ability to make videos that get views 
is far more important because for those listening, you guys are a very direct response oriented crowd. You guys make money. If you're thinking about a TikTok video as in the terms of like an ad, each video that you produce, you have to assume that nobody knows who you are. They've never seen you before and that they don't care about who you are. So it's essentially, it's a cold interruptive ad every single video that you make. Now with that said, if you make a cold interruptive ad, you guys being direct response marketers, you're obviously familiar with retargeting. So when one video gets watched, the farther somebody watches into that one singular video, the more videos they're gonna show that same person because they just said, hey, they watched Onyx video about you know, email marketing all the way to the end. Let's just show them it about you know, maybe affiliate marketing that Onyx made. Oh, they have one about Onyx talking about his relationship. Oh, yeah, we have an Onyx video. They're gonna keep showing your video. And from my experience, like, they're probably, somebody's probably gonna watch eight to 10 of your videos before they even click to your profile to even follow you. So we just base the metric off, we are always looking for popular topics and things that are getting views elsewhere that might correlate to TikTok. Okay, so let's bring that back. So you're right, with me, they're able to do all this research, have all this content, but the average viewer watching right now who we want to be able to take over TikTok doesn't have that. So they're sitting down. So here I am, my name is Mark. I am your typical, I'm an accountant, 45 years old. I want to do TikTok. So you're saying first pick something that you're interested yeah, in. Yeah, I mean, obviously top. everybody has a few expertises, yeah. like accounting. Okay, so let's say you're an accountant. Obviously it makes sense for you to start with accounting topics. Yeah. So pause right there. But people would say that's boring. No one's going to watch TikToks about that. Well, I, I mean, as somebody that hasn't always been the greatest with the IRS, I would find accounting. Well, here's what I say to them. Go listen to the podcast episode I did with Kat. She's making multi-millions of dollars a year with Excel courses. There's, I would have never thought people will There's watch also people that talk about vending machine businesses. Yeah. Which, like car, I follow that person. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, car washes, vending machines, uh, laundry mats. Laundry, like, I mean, it's everything. Whatever you, like, I would urge people, especially those listening, to remove your whole ego of, like, you don't know what people think is boring and what people don't like and do like. Yeah. The only way you'll know is if you make a video and it gets views or it doesn't get and views. it's quick, you can mm -hmm. test it. Okay, so they pick a topic, accounting. So accounting, so first thing I would do is I go to TikTok and they have a search feature, type in accounting, start looking at the videos that are doing well. Usually they're, they're gonna sort the videos by most popular, take out a little notepad or use your iPhone notes, whatever, bip, 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 type in you know, you know, the best, you know, why you should use QuickBooks over this or the, three QuickBooks hacks or this, you'll see videos that have already gotten views. So start there. Mm -hmm. Then go to YouTube. Then go, your obvious, search the same thing. Search accounting, look at things. You'll find a channel or two that are pretty popular. The best hack ever is to hit that person's channel, go over to the right-hand corner and search by most popular videos. Mm -hmm. Search by most popular, boom. All these videos that have a ton of views on YouTube are gonna come up. Write those down on your list. By now you should probably have 10 to 20 topics. Then you're gonna do the same thing in Reddit. Go to Reddit. Reddit, interesting, right? okay. Now I have found, and this is a hidden insider hack, that if it's popular on Reddit, it's probably popular on TikTok. Huh. And especially if it's popular in the Reddit teenager forum. <laughs> so there's an actual Reddit teenager. There's a Reddit teenager, and See, it's a man, dark place. This is why I'm like, I get, I guess so. Like, I don't want to play with that site, but you're right. These teenagers are. They're rough, man. So, so, okay. so now you have, so then same thing. Look, you probably get another five to 10 topics there. So now you have 30 topics. Those are your first month of videos. So stop then. I mean, you can keep going like Quora. Quora is a good place too. Like, um, you know, Instagram, obviously you can search like, you know, Twitter, Twitter is a very, like if it's, you know, 
if you search for tweets. I mean, the point being is, you know, there isn't one that's better than the other. Yeah. You're just, especially when you're just starting out, you're just looking for things that already are getting attention. And then you're going to write out those topics. So that's like your jump off point. Like there's my hook. Like, yeah. and everybody is a copywriter for the most part, at least you know copy if you follow anything that Learn does yeah. or you. So copyright some titles. Yeah. There's your hooks. There's your first, first line of your video. You know, and then okay. interject your personal stories and your experience. So let's move then. Okay, so keep it simple. And I'm not going to even let you go past that. I will tell people we'll get into a little bit more detail. Show up to the workshop. So lurn.com forward slash TikTok. All right, come to the workshop. We'll get more into it. And then you have an opportunity to decide if you want to be a part of our amazing program, um, which will be even more killer. But okay, so you already did that for me. Um, thank you. That was awesome. But, you know, anyone can do that on their own. So tomorrow we're meeting at 10 a.m. We're going to sit down. You have these topics. You're going to tell me to shoot videos. And you were telling me inside earlier, what's the target length that you want to put up on, on TikTok? Now, I mean, we've had videos go viral. Like with TikTok, I mean, some accounts have up to 10 minutes now, okay. which I don't know if TikTok's there yet. Yeah. I, I appreciate that TikTok's doing that. Yeah. But we're, we're not even messing in that realm yet. Yeah. But you have up, and a lot of accounts have up to three minutes. Now, TikTok, most people that start, they get up to one minute. Shoot for 30 seconds. We made over those over 500 of those viral videos. 95% of them were 30 seconds or less. Okay, so let me rephrase that for everybody. Um, he's had 500 videos that have gone to a million plus views. So those are 500 videos that went viral and you're saying 95% of them of those are 30 seconds or 30 less. Seconds or less. Okay, if, if that alone wasn't enough like for this podcast to be killer, like that's awesome. Cause I wouldn't think that honestly. Um, okay, so 30 seconds. Now, does it have to be fancy editing? I mean, I got a studio here. Do I need to use a studio for it or? It doesn't have to be fancy. Now, I come from the camp. I shoot with a professional camera and I edit on a laptop. Yeah. I believe and truthfully that everybody should do that. Okay. Um, but that's not saying that you have to do that. Yeah. Um, all of our videos that have gone viral were edited on a computer. Okay. We've done nothing, and I know there's a lot of TikTok conspiracy that you have to edit inside the app and you gotta do this. Yep, none of that is true because okay. um, we've never done that. Um, and not all of those were shot on a professional camera either. Like some of it was repurposed content we, we found from YouTube. What, what is the most important part of a viral video? Like we do really fancy subtitles. I've, like a lot of people are copying the subtitles that we do for all my clients. A lot of people are copying like the little sound effects we use, all of that. It's great. Like, I used to think that that was like the reason that everything was going viral, but it's not. The reason that everything, the reason that things go viral is number one, the topic of the video, it's actually popular. People want to hear about it. Yeah. Number two, the person delivering that topic. Yeah. They're saying it in a way that's charismatic, that is educational. They're, they're slightly entertaining. They have good tonality. They can speak clearly. Yeah. And then, then it's the order in which the video is pieced together. Because sometimes when you say something, isn't necessarily the best way that that video should be edited to make the video flow to get it watched all the way to the end. Yeah. Um, so that, and that kind of circles back to your first question about how like we get scientific with this exact seconds of the video. Yeah. Because when you're making a video, the only goal like of our videos and like, or any video that whoever, you know, you guys are making on the, on, you know, that are listening to this is you want to get it watched till the end. Like that is the only goal. It's not to get a follower. It's not to make money. It's just to get the video to watch, be watched all the way through. And every second, so like a video has like, you know, take for example, the benchmark 30 second video. 
okay, you want to shoot for at least a 70% watch time, mm -hmm. which what's that? 70% is like 25 seconds. Yeah. So every second, once you hit that 70% watch time, because the average, and, and it can skew a little bit, like if it's a longer video and it gets 50% watch time, the point being is the longer the video gets watched, the more you're keeping people on TikTok's app, which incentivizes TikTok to show it to more people. Mm -hmm. So with the 70% watch time being like the gold standard, which all the videos that went viral had that, um, you know, every second <clears throat> you make it past, you know, 70% watch time could, could equate to another 100,000, 250,000 million views. Wow. And so, you know, for example, if you stop at 70 seconds, that video might just get 100,000 100, views. 26 seconds, maybe got 250,000 views. 27 might have got a half a million. 28, a million. 30 seconds, and then like maybe a repeat view. Now you're talking for one to five million. Wow. So anyone who's watching this, I want to let you know right now, if you're like, what, how do I do that? That's so hard. This is exactly what we're going to cover in the program. And for some of you who might want to create affiliate driven type of TikTok channels, there's a lot of channels that I've seen, and that's not necessarily Ryan's specialty, but they don't require your face. Um, I was just studying one the other day. That's just like tips. It's like soothing music. And then there's like a written tip on it and have like 2 million followers um, and we clicked through and it went clicked right to affiliate links for ClickBank and all of that. So there, there are other strategies that we'll go over. Plus we'll show you, you know, we're going to start showing you so many examples. Plus if you just watch my account, you'll learn a ton um, as that gets going. So, but I just want everyone to take notes, but don't feel like any of this is not doable on the workshop. We'll cover a ton of this. So one of the things I've seen, <laughs> Ryan, this is so funny. Um, so I'm, I'm my favorite type of TikTok video to watch is food recipes and I actually make a lot of them last night I made like two different TikTok recipes um and I've noticed how they do it they they'll they'll do it in such a way that the last shot of the video is the first shot mm -hmm. so you end up not sometimes you you get lost you don't realize it's looping and that's a trick they're doing so like you said to get you to watch it again which is an algorithm yep well yeah I mean if you can get like 105 110 percent watch time that that just I mean, that doesn't always, because once you get the watch time, there are like, it's like a hierarchy. Yeah. It's like watch time being the most important. You know, if you get the 100%, then there, there should be, like, if that happens by nature, that happened because it's a good video. Yeah. So when it's a good video, then it's going to get shared. So then you're going to get a lot of shares. And then if it's getting a lot of shares, you're probably getting a lot of comments, whether those are hate comments or happy comments, like it really doesn't make a difference. Yeah. And then if they're sharing it and they're commenting and they're, they're probably liking it too. So it's going to be a high like. So, but you're saying watch time is for, forget likes, forget comments, forget follows, like watch time is number one. Everything else follows underneath yep. it. Everything. Like, and that's, that's not, that's the, that's for every platform. Like, I, I mean, I study a lot, like I'm a big fan of Mr. Beast on YouTube. Yeah. Like he says it in every video, like every time he's been interviewed, he said, just get your video watched as far as possible. Because yeah. that's going to incentivize the platform to show your video to more and more people. So with that, I mean, that's the same for reels, the same for shorts, it's the same for, you know, all they, they just want you to make content that people want to consume. And if people are consuming it, then they're going to show it to more people. Yeah. So there, there isn't really any more like, like it, that's the, the king. Like if you can get videos watched, then you, you know, and that's where all the little hacks and tricks come in. But at the end of the day, most, you know, I say most, but all of my clients are just basically talking to cameras. So it's like, we really can't, like we, we can mess with their voice and like to make it kind of loop. Like we've done some cool ones like that. But that's so different. But, it, yeah. but the reality is, is like, 
we spend more time focusing on like, okay, it's not what you say, it's how you're saying it. Yeah. Like how you're saying it matters more than like, you know. Sure. And then it's how do we order it to where it's just super seamless to where the person watching it doesn't really feel like this video is 35 seconds. So what's fun is um, the time we're filming this podcast episode to the time we're going to do the workshop, I'll have been through my first shoot with him. So I'll be happy to share some of the insights on the workshop of like, well, this is what he told me. This is how he corrected me. This is how he asked me to to present, um, which I'm, I'm actually, you know, I've done, I don't know, at this point, maybe a couple thousand video shoots in my life. Like, I don't know, that's probably a bit of an exaggeration, but I've done a lot. Um, I'm actually probably most excited about tomorrow's because it's unique for me. It's new. I'm just like showing up and it's like, I have like a director. <laughs> so I'm just like showing up and I'm like, all right, what do you want me to do? Like, you know, so it'll be fun to watch. Um, all right. So the video asset itself, we talked about the research, talked to video, just so everyone knows, I'm not going to give it away, but I want everyone to like the kind of intricacies we'll go over on the workshop as well as like, for example, I'm a direct marketer, so I'm a copywriter. So to me, the call to action is everything Like you can't, don't ever spend a second on the internet without call to action. And the first thing, Ryan told me it was like, don't do a call to action. It'll kill your videos. I'm like, what? So we'll share why. We'll share why, but that's like a little, like open loop I'm creating for you. Um, that's gonna be really fun. Cause for me, it was like, wow, I didn't even connect that. And that's interesting. Um, so what is your, what is the goal of your clients, right? Why are they using TikTok? What is your goal? Like someone like an Alex, right? Is it to build a list? Is it to just, I don't know, is he, he's bored, so he wants to get popular on TikTok? I doubt it. Alex is a very calculated person. I, I mean, most of the people, you know, they, obviously, I guess the end game is, it, it's all to grow their personal brand. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the number one goal. Um, and TikTok specifically, it's like the only place well, I was going to say only because reels and shorts are doing really well too. It's one of three right now that are rewarding basically random people to get millions of views. And I say random as far as... You, you don't know, have to be anyone specific, special. Like it's a kind of an even game. Yeah, it's it. like if you make a good video and it gets watched all the way through, you could go viral. And then the reason that we, fo like, you know, all my clients and everybody is like, they're focused on it because it's just massive exposure. Yeah. And it's the byproduct of TikTok, which is what nobody, like everybody's looking at TikTok and it's not the wrong way to look at it. Like, how do I make money from TikTok? It's like, but it should be... TikTok is going to grow everything else. No, you're 100% right. So um, now you're not saying this, I'm saying it. Grant Cardone's strategy, which I remember, I remember sitting with him and when it clicked and I looked at him and I said, holy crap, I use other words. Uh, I said, I just got it. And the man's been working on it for years. I mean, it was so methodically, like we, we've all been like, he's been doing this to all of us and we didn't realize it in a good way. I'm not, I, I love Grant. I'm a big, you know, I, I'm, I respect what he's done, but what he was doing was he went at it like crazy on social media, built up his clout because he always knew he was going to turn it around and use it to spearhead his real estate um, division. And that's made him into pretty much, I think, a billionaire at this point, which yeah, is insane, right? It. What's that? I think he said, he says it. I, I heard it from someone else. I didn't know he had happened. I know from another mutual real estate investor, he said, oh, Grant's a billionaire. I'm like, did he officially hit it? And it's like, yeah, he, he said it last month, last year. Yeah, I think he has over a billion. I mean, I should, it's like 10 billion in real estate or something. Yeah. So whatever it is. And then I, and then I start seeing a few others and I'm like, wait a minute. And, and I just haven't done that. Right. And it's not out of laziness. If anyone knows me, like right before we did this, I shot like a three hour webinar. Like, and the person I shot with was laughing. He's like, you're going to do more video. I'm like, I'm not lazy. I just, 
I, I haven't understood the, I'm a big pay for the ad guy and I love it. And I'm like, if you pay, you get result, you pay, you get result. But this clout, it's got in, it's invaluable. It's like, you can't put a value on that, that, that audience. Cause the, of, of what, and I see what people on TikTok are doing. They're using it to, to bring people to the uh, YouTube and then bring people to Instagram. And so you, you know, I'm going to be the kind of the voice of monetization on this workshop because I've, I've at this point, like I said, I've interviewed realtors, Amazon sellers. Um, I, I know a guy who makes videos where he just like walks into Ross and like Marshalls oh, yeah, and stuff. Um, is that Reezy Risa? Or- I, forgot, I forgot his name, but like I'm going to get him on an interview soon because like he's like, it's awesome. I love his content. Um, so I'm, I'm going to talk to all the different people and show everyone here. You're going to have the ability to see like seven different ways that you can monetize TikTok. So don't worry about that yet. But I love what Ryan says. It's like, focus on, let's focus on the content. Let's focus on growing it. Um, all right. So we've got the topics, which you said is king. That drives In a lot. Opinion, yep. We've got the video where you said, look, 95% of those that went viral were 30 seconds. You said it's very important to deliver it correctly. Otherwise people don't like you. Um, any other like super secret, like, hey, you got to do this before we get them to the workshop but you know is there something else or i mean it's simple i know if you're thinking like, that's it like yeah it's not i mean the the only other thing is and we have like I, we have a couple sayings uh, at least with me and my editors and like the researchers like that because we're, we're trying to simplify things for the clients and it's solve practical everyday people problems and what i mean by practical everyday people um and we were joking about this prior to the podcast like TikTok specifically, and now Reels and Shorts, like they're over the flex culture. They don't, they don't, like if you make a video about why, you know, how expensive it is to fix your Lamborghini bumper because you hit a curb, that's not a practical everyday people problem. Like a practical everyday people problem is like my most, like I have a video that has 4.1 million views. It drove 60,000 followers to my account. It was go out by yourself to make friends. Like wow. it gave, but the, the trick is it's practical everyday people problems broken down in a tactical way that people can use. Love that. Uh, rewind that and listen to that again. I love that. Tactical, say that again. Practical everyday people problems broken down in a tactical way that anybody can use. Dude, that's like, I'm going to make a plaque for you that says that and give it to you. That's awesome. I love that. It's brilliant. That's like TikTok strategy condensed into like one sentence. The problem is is most people can't break down the concepts into a way that people understand yeah. without overcomplicating it. And then if you, the second you overcomplicate it on TikTok, they swipe away. And that's where I would say modeling is one of the key things that I do in anything. Like if I want to do YouTube, if I want to do pay, paid ads, I want to write good copy. I'm a modeler. I've I rarely, I've said this my whole career, I've done over 350 million in sales. And I don't think I've ever like, in, oh, I've innovated a little bit on the funnel side. I do like that, but copying and everything else. Like I just look at what people are doing and model after them. I don't have an ego there. So we're going to cover that on the workshop too, how you can research and get yourself set up. But I want to say everyone, if you're watching this right now, if you're listening to this right now, uh, first of all, make sure you leave a comment below, hit subscribe, you know, again, let's game the YouTube algorithm if we can, but, um, you gotta, you, you can't sleep on TikTok. It's, you still have time, but I mean, the next year or two, I think on TikTok are gonna just be like insane. And so you can sleep through it. And I, I'm glad, I'm not, I'm not as early as I'd like to be, so I'm getting better about it. 
but I'm still not as late as I used to be with some of the other platforms. So it's like, I feel like I'll catch quite a good wave here. So we'll see you on the, on the workshop. Um, and I'll tell everyone right now, you have an opportunity here to work with Ryan. Ryan charges multiple five figures to work with him one-on-one. -on -one. Um, this is the first time through this program at Learn that you'll get to learn about on the workshop that he's going to be accessible for like pennies on the dollar uh, compared to that. And we're going to bring his knowledge to everybody. All right. So if anyone does want to follow you though, and check out stuff that you're doing or what's your, what's your TikTok, what's your social media? Um, it's just my name. My, actually my TikTok's not even my name. It's Ryan.McGinn because um, there's a lot of fakes, which is a problem you'll probably have to deal with. Um, so make sure you follow the one that has a hundred thousand followers. Um, if it doesn't have that, um, then you're getting scammed. Um, or my Instagram is my actual name. And like, I, I pretty much just use those two. Um, I have a YouTube that we're growing with shorts, but it's the same videos, so. All right, so Ryan.McGinn on TikTok. Look him up if you want. Otherwise, hey, come join us on the workshop, lurn.com forward slash TikTok. It's gonna be epic. We're gonna have a lot of fun. This is a topic I'm telling you. You're seeing me do it, so I'm inviting you to come along for the journey. It's up to you. I am putting a sizable amount of my time into this. So I wouldn't do that unless I really thought this is important for everyone to do. Ryan, thank you for flying all the way in, first of all, uh, early, because I know you came in early so you could do this uh, podcast with us in person. It really means a lot to me. And I look forward to the workshop. I'm excited to be here, excited to do the workshop and work with you and grow your account. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, we're going to get billions of views. We're going to take over the world. All right. Uh, as you guys know, as, as I always say, when life pushes you, stand straight, smile, push it the heck back, go out there, fight for your dreams, make it happen, hit subscribe, go to onicpodcast.com, find me on TikTok. And uh, let's have some fun together and grow accounts and make tons of money and make our dreams come true. I'll see you on the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Fighting Entrepreneur with your host, Onyx Singhal.